Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham right here on Talk TV. We've got plenty to do and plenty of time to talk about it as well. We've got an hour to go uh, until Ian Collins takes over just before one o'clock. Uh, coming up in this hour, Rod Little joins us. He's back from his holes uh, and he's full of the joys of spring. Or is it summer? Or is it possibly autumn? I'm not quite sure. Uh, the weather looks all right actually out there. As I peer out across the London skyline, there's blue sky, uh, some fluffy white clouds. It's not raining. Uh, and it is positively summery, I'd have to say. I mean, why go anywhere? In fact, try and go anywhere, because there's hardly any trains. Uh, the roads are all absolutely clogged. There's some new strikes coming at Gatwick, uh, which are going to mean it's very, very difficult to go anywhere by plane. Um, obviously, the dinghies only go one way these days, so you have, can only go to uh, France and come back. You can't actually get to France uh, by any other means. So anyway, you get, you get what I mean, don't you? 0344 499 1000. We've got to talk to Rod about a great many things, including... Um, the uh, wokists, uh, whose uh, latest attack on various things includes the uh, Tudor ship, the Mary Rose, which sank, of course, in Solent uh, back in 1545. Uh, some of the people who are curators of a museum, uh, which houses quite a lot of its stuff, have decided that they've looked through a queer lens, whatever that means, and decided that some of the stuff that's been found on the ship uh, has some connection with the LGBTQI plus brigade. Who can say? Rod, a very good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you, mate. One of the one of the funniest stories I've seen this week, and and, and I think, you know, uh, I don't know, I don't know why they, I don't know why they call them curators. They're just some gadgets who look after a boat. Uh, yes, you know. I mean, but I've they, met I've met people as you may have done in this business who talk about curating radio shows. And yes, I'm going, yes, sorry, yes, what? Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. This is the trouble. It's the same with our local councils. All these blokes have got to do, and all women, obviously. Is look after a boat and let people look at it. Yes, <laughs> but they right. they they now want to be social justice warriors, and I'm not kidding. This this diatribe about LGBTQI is is genuinely hilarious. Yeah, uh, there's a knit comb which they found um, uh, on the boat, right. and uh, the the <laughs> the answer from the LGBTQI uh, blog says. Uh, uh, Hairstyle is very important for for, for gender people, and it, it's sometimes it's a way that we did tell other people who we are. Hey. It's nothing to do with it. It's a knit comb, you absolute moron. <laughs> I also found a mirror. Yes, uh, and mirrors can be very. Uh, mirrors can be very difficult things for if you're LGBTQI because we look in a mirror. Yeah, you do look in a mirror, mate. That's all it is. It's yeah. a mirror, you silly yeah. little... Yeah, guess it. what? Everybody looks in mirrors uh, because that's yes. what they're for. You look in a mirror in order to see what you look like. Yes, I, I mean, I have to say, um, and I mentioned this in The Sun, 
I was mildly relieved that it didn't suggest that the Mary Rose hadn't always been the Mary Rose, but had actually been called Bob and had transitioned. <laughs> and maybe had its prow cut off on yes. the NHS. Yeah, well, exactly uh, right. And left a, left a mark so that they could uh, make yeah. a poster of it and sell it to Costa Coffee. I mean, yes, you do right. wonder, don't you? I mean, A coffee oh, shop I'm never going in, by the no, way. No, me neither. I mean, not least because their coffee's absolutely dire and it was never yes. any good anyway and to pay four yes. pound fifty for some steaming hot milk i'm afraid it's yeah. not my thing but no, you know no, all they've got to do with the mary rose surely is to keep it sort of um, reasonably well air conditioned so it doesn't rot yeah of course that's all they've got to do but it's <clears throat> in fairness to the morons who are, who are running that particular exhibition it's, the, it's not the only one they're not the only ones by a very long way because everywhere up and down the country, you go to a nice museum to have a look at pretty old things, mm. and you'll be met with some diatribe about slavery and how we're all wicked and evil, mm. and uh, and colonialism and the horrors of white supremacy. Yes, uh, it, it's become a kind of psychosis, an obsession which these people cannot let go. Yes, uh, it's certainly if you listen to the BBC, particularly Radio Four, for more than five minutes at a stretch, you will be assailed by. Uh, something relating to colonialism, slavery, LGBTQI or whatever. Right. Even the Archers has gone woke. I listened to a bit of that the other day. Yeah. I didn't quite believe it. But they've lost 1.3 million listeners at Radio 4 yeah. in a year. Yeah. So they're doing pretty well. I mean, And yeah. before that, they'd lost, they'd lost 200,000. Mm. So, I mean, this is, this is a really, really steep decline. And if it was in any other... If the BBC was in the commercial sector, the controller of Radio 4 would have been sacked by yeah, now. Absolutely. No, absolutely right. And and just to go back to the white supremacy thing, I see that charming and, and witty young SNP MP, uh, Mari yeah, Black. Uh, she's come out and said that anybody who uh, criticises or is critical of gender ideology uh, is akin to a white supremacist. Well, I am, I suppose. <laughs> uh, so. What, you critical of my, gender ideology or a white supremacist? Well, a white supremacist, you can see right. my supremacy emanating from me, mm. um, even as we sit here talking. Mike. Yes. My favourite joke My favorite joke of the morning, I don't know if you heard it earlier, uh, it comes from Les in Blackpool, but several others have suggested it. Nicola Sturgeon's new book has got a title, <laughs> Mein Kampfer Van. <laughs> <laughs> I think people would find that in rather bad taste. Uh, it's a very odd time to mm. be putting your book out. It is, isn't it? Uh, well, as yeah. people have pointed out to me today, you know, it's going to be difficult for her to come up with the, uh, a manuscript, given that every time anybody asks her anything, she can't remember what happened. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. Yes, yeah. and blames Alex Salmon. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah right. right. I mean, incredible. Yeah. Now, I've a couple of things to, to raise with you. I'm slightly worried about your column today, in which you reveal that you've been on a diet for one thing, and then also yeah. uh, you seem to have acquired some kind of Fitbit. I'm very. I'm, this is very concerning to me, Rod. There it is, mate. Bloody there hell! You turn it on. There you are. You can, you can see. That's it. the closest I've ever got to one of those. Yeah, well, fair enough to you. And you're probably <laughs> right, and I'm probably wrong. Look, I needed to lose a bit of weight, so yep. I went on a diet, and I, I try and do sixteen thousand paces a day. That's a lot. Uh, it is a lot. It, it, it involves every day a four-mile walk. Mm. Um, you know. Uh, and it's not having any effect, mate. I mean, the diet had a bit of an effect. Stopping eating completely had an effect, right. you know. Yes. And it's, uh, but, but then I went to Slovakia, five days in Slovakia, dumplings and pork. Mm, it lovely. all came back, Beautiful. the whole lot. 
I mean, the, the one thing I would say that, that works, and, and I've done this from time to time and I'm about to do it again, is, is not drinking quite so much because that's kind of where all the weight comes from. And if you can save yourself a bottle of wine a day, that's a thousand yeah, calories the, the a day. The trouble is, Mike, this is a problem, mate. I cut out drinking nine months ago. Yeah. I, I now have an occasion. My wife says I've become boring. Yes. Uh, I don't smoke anymore. Right. I don't drink very much. Crikey. Uh, There's not much left. I watch Pointless. Uh, on television, you know, this is, I, I've become um, an old gadget with nothing left to him in right. life. And basically nothing left, and nothing left to look forward to then either. Nothing left to look forward to either. No, mm. that's right. That's right. It's, it's a, it's a, it, I might have to, I might have to have a New Year's resolution in the middle of the year and, and uh, start smoking and drinking a bit again. Yeah. Well, maybe you've just been downtrodden by the kind of incessant onslaught of the woke well, yeah. You know, uh, you've I mean, been worn I'm, I'm down. down. Yeah, yeah, undoubtedly. I, but I also, I've got a pair of jeans in my in my wardrobe, which I haven't worn since 2006. Right. And I'm determined to get into them. Oh. So once I've done that, I think I'll give it all up and go back to being a slob. See, there was a time when you used to spend most of your time trying to get into somebody else's jeans. You know, now, now <laughs> yes. look what you've become. Well before 2006, mate. <laughs> Obviously, yes. I didn't mean to, yeah. to cast any aspersions. But, I mean, <laughs> you've been away for a couple of weeks. What's it like when you come back to Blighty? Do you find yourself wishing that you'd stayed where you were? Yes, largely. <laughs> Especially as Slovakia is about to elect a chap called Robert Fico as its uh -huh. president, coming up in September, oh, yeah. <laughs> who, who makes Nigel Farage look like Nick Clegg, I'm right. telling you. He is. Well, let's and hope the, he doesn't have an account at Coops then. Yeah, well, indeed. But he's uh, uh, absolutely repeal all any LGBTQI legislation, um, uh, stop all immigration. Right. Um, he's, he's slightly too fond of Putin for my life. Yes, that's a bit of a problem. That's always a bit of a problem. Uh, but But that's because... I think the Hungarians are also quite. Well, Orbán's quite keen on. He's one of the one of the few countries yeah. where that hasn't condemned it, right? Yeah, no, that's right. And I think the Slovakians have gone the same way. A, a Slovakian ambassador uh, once said, uh, a, a Hungarian ambassador once told me a joke. It, obviously, it's an Eastern European joke, so it's not funny. Right. Uh, but he said, uh, "What do you call a Pole who wishes he was a Hungarian?" And I said, I don't know. And he said, a Slovakian. <laughs> I think that's some kind of wicked slight. Yes. Uh, which, which, which they won't like. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, it was lovely. And, you know, you go to Slovakia and uh, the trains are clean, run on time. Yeah. Um, the service is great. Everywhere we went, there was good food. Uh, it, it seemed to be a first world country to our kind of just below first world status. Well, this is the trouble. I mean, I struggle now. I'm now actually on an active search to find something that works in this country, you know, and so everywhere well, no, I go, right. everywhere I go, I try to see whether there is something that I can crow about. And I have to say, I haven't found anything yet. I went into a pub down in Sussex the other week, um, fancy just going out for a pub dinner for the first time in years, um, only to be told by the guy in a very empty pub, well, the thing is, it will be about 45 minutes for the food because um, we're very busy. And I looked around and I thought, <laughs> yeah, well, oh, yeah. well the, you get that all the time. Yeah. You go into a, you go into a place for for a spot of lunch. It's totally empty, and the waitress says, "Well, have you booked?" Yeah. No, no. Well, you run off your feet, are you, love? I know. It's just, I know. Uh, it's 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 depressing. If there's one thing I can say, however, it's worse in Germany. Mm. Okay. Uh, Germany's really gone down the toilet. 
uh, particularly so far as the trains are concerned. You know, the, I think the average, uh, the the percentage of German trains which arrive on time uh, is less than two thirds. Wow. We get ourselves really aerated when it drops below 90 percent, mm. you know. Although our trains have become very unreliable. I've got loads of people in the last, say, month because there's this work to rule going on, they arrive at a station somewhere in Sussex or Surrey or Kent to try and get to London, and they've just inexplicably cancelled the train. So it's not like a proper strike where you know there isn't no, a train, that's right. or you know that there are certain trains running. Now you turn up and it's kind of a lottery as to whether you get on one. No, that's right, that's right. But as I say, if um, uh, you know, just to, to console ourselves, it is worse in Germany. A bloke I was sitting next to, he was a businessman from Frankfurt. Yeah. It had taken him five, uh, his train was delayed for five hours on the, oh. on the trip to Berlin. Uh, and he said, these days you get on a, a Deutsche Bahn train and you can never be. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. sure that it's going to arrive. Mm. Uh, I mean, that is just just terrible, terrible news. I mean, um, speaking of Germany, I know that uh, it may not affect you because he's not playing for Millwall, but, how, but having old um, Harry Kane was a sort of... Well, he came from that part of the world, didn't he? Was he not? Well, a, yeah, he, he, he played for us for about um, a season. Right. And, he, and, and I can remember thinking, yeah, he's quite good. I wouldn't mind keeping him, mm. actually. Right. <laughs> but off he went. Uh, Did yeah, he not have a spell at West Ham as well? Or was he a West Ham fan? One of the two. He might be a West Ham fan. I don't know if he's played there. He's certainly, but he was on Millwall's books for a while. Okay. Um, anyway, now he's off to play for the Germans. Yeah. Uh, hard to blame him. They're the best team in Europe, aren't they? Sort of over the last uh, 20 years, over the last 70 years, probably. Well, I suppose so. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's not going to win anything at Spurs, is he? What's he going to get at Spurs? Mm. I mean, what? <laughs> They last won, I can't remember when they last won something. They last won the league in, I think it was 62, 63, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, and yes. uh, they kid themselves that they are a big club. I mean, any any Spurs fan will be very happy to regale you of how great they uh, were uh, and how much they, they used were, to win. Yes. You know. yes, they were. At the time of the Cuban Missile Crisis, they were really hot. Uh, but other than that, uh, they they win nothing. And they've got this, they've got this rather odd reputation now for... For kind of wasting players, they uh, one. Uh, I keep a close eye on the championship because my team plays in it, but also I write about it quite a lot. And the best player from three years ago in the championship was a bloke called Jed Spence, oh. who was playing for Nottingham Forest. Spurs bought him. Never heard of him again. <laughs> just, <laughs> just disappeared into this morass of mediocrity. Yes. I don't like Spurs. No. Uh, I've, I've, 
Never liked I've never been a fan. I grew up in North London and I was supposed to either support Arsenal or Tottenham and I couldn't bring myself to support either of them because I, I hated both. Somehow. You ended up with Barney, did you? No, Well, actually, no, I ended up supporting Manchester United like all good boys who <laughs> watched them win the European <laughs> Cup in 1968 yeah. and I thought, I quite like George Best, I think I'll support them. Yeah, well, I, I quite liked uh, Manchester United for about an hour because <laughs> of George Best. Yes. And then I liked Chelsea for about an hour because of Charlie Cook. Yes. Uh, I was always a Millwall fan. Right. Um, yeah, no, my, my, uh, one of my sons is a Chelsea fan and I've taken him once and the other one just wants to go to any game. It's so expensive now to go to a Premier League match. I mean, it's, it all kicks off again this weekend. It's all on Talk Sport, but it's just ridiculously expensive to go to see a game. It's You know, you're talking a couple of hundred quid. It is, it is, it is ludicrous and you know in the early days when i used to take my boys to watch millwall um it was quite a hefty whack we we charged quite a lot of millwall to to get in and i would have to pay for them to get in and then we'd lose one mil at home to scunthorpe so i'd feel i'd have to take them out for a treat to to make up for this appalling afternoon of misery and woe yes so take them bowling so again it would be hundreds of quid spent on just what's meant to be a nice afternoon out yeah, yeah. I know. Talking of Barnet, we're going to come back to that because I see you've written a piece about Barnet Borough Council, which I want to come back to in a moment, and the ridiculousness of all of our local councils. Uh, Rod, stay where you are. Rod Little's with us, columnist at the Times and the Sun, of course, and uh, also from The Spectator from time to time as well. Uh, more from Rod and myself coming next. On the app, on your mobile, talk radio and talk TV. Welcome back to the Independent Republican Mike Graham right here on Talk TV with you until one o'clock. Ian Collins coming up uh, after that. Rod Little is with us uh, from the Sun's column this morning, of course. He's written about Barnet Borough Council, uh, who have decided that they want to become known as the Borough of Fun, uh, which is almost laughable. You'd think it was an April Fool. Some of the news now, actually, Rod, you think, surely this is an April Fool. Nobody does April Fool jokes anymore because the actual news is so ridiculous. Well, it is, it is difficult. I mean... I try and write a satirical column, but I get out-satirised by the people <laughs> who do it anyway. You know, it is very, very difficult. And it, but, but this is the thing. I mean, it's our local councils who, just like the museum curators we were talking about before, mm. they are not satisfied with filling in the potholes and collecting our bins. No. That's what they're there for. For 90% of the residents of any borough council, that's what they're there for. Mm. Uh, but they know. What, what, so what Barnet are going to do is uh, is they've decided they're going to be the borough of the borough of fun, yes. and the, the, they've they've drawn up this big program, which presumably costs a lot of ratepayers or, or council tax money, uh, and it involves. So, what is this fun they're offering us? Mm. Communal singing. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to be there. Cause well, that can be funny. Be. It can be funny to watch it that, can I suppose. It be funny, yeah. Communal scene, amateur dramatics, yeah. uh, choreographed exercises. It's like North Korea, man. Yeah. Well, they might as, well call it, might as well call it the Ministry of Truth and be done with it, Mike. I mean, the point is that well, it's, yeah. it's all about... We had a caller, actually, earlier who nailed it um, uh, from uh, down in uh, south of, south of the, of the city, who basically said... Um, the, the government now do things we don't want them to do. Yes. But they don't do the things that we voted them in to do. Yes, that's right. That's right. And it's exactly the case with the local councils. Mm. You know, nobody needs to be given fun. No. We, we, we can create our own fun, you know, by uh, running up behind pensioners and going boo or whatever, <laughs> you know, or all that kind of stuff. We can, we can create our own fun. We don't need these pencil-necked martinets to do it for yeah. us. No. What we do need them to do is to make sure, you know, we don't lose an axle 
on a, on a pothole, right. and the bins are collected regularly and without punctilious uh, inspectors telling us we put yeah. a piece of paper in the wrong bin. And maybe, yeah, it, and maybe to turn up for, for work at the office every now and again. And maybe to turn up for work at the office, which is the other thing, of course, that local council employees uh, in, in the head office paid very, very well, have more time off, are more likely to take time off for illnesses than in the private sector yes. and get away with it. Um, and probably spend the rest of their time uh, on just stop oil protests or something like that. Well, isn't that, that right? Yeah. I mean, wasn't it really funny? It gave you a real insight into Sadiq Khan and the inner workings of, of the public sector mind, where he said that, you know, the ULEZ um, clean air solution to everything is going to mean that people who work as tradespeople will take less time off because they won't be so ill. He fails to understand yes. that people who tend to be tradespeople doing uh, business by themselves, self-employed, don't take days off when they're ill because they can't bloody afford it. No, he said we'd all, we'd all live for longer because we wouldn't have any strokes. I mean, the man is an embarrassment yeah. and an embarrassment to the Labour Party. I know. I mean, there are probably a few people out there, viewers watching now, who are tempted to vote Labour at the next election. Mm. Now, you know, I'm one of them, to tell you the truth, because yeah. it's hard to envisage anyone doing a worse job than the Conservatives have done over the last three or four well, years. Well, you just wait because there will, there will be yeah. somebody who could do it worse. Um, finally, I'll just uh, remind you of the, of the fact that Freshers' Week is coming up soon, because while you were away, it was declared that Freshers' Week was no longer going to be called Freshers' Week, uh, because it might be uh, giving the wrong impression, i.e. people might think that you just go to university for a week and get completely obliterated by alcohol um, and forget what you're supposed to be there for. So guess what? The fun police have decided that they're going to do some things which are against the culture of heavy drinking. For example, they're going to hold, I think this is in a Scottish university, um, a sober Cayley. Now, it seems to me that the only reason to ever go to a Cayley to listen to the god-awful singing and watch the terrible dancing is you have to be drunk to enjoy it. <laughs> they're remarkable. I mean, I, 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 I have to say, when I went to university, I didn't associate Freshers' Week with just getting drunk. Uh, I associated it with... Uh, trying to uh, get myself into the university and, and, and find out what the hell I was meant to be doing. Right. I think uh, they, they are determined to stamp out all fun wherever it may exist. Yes. Uh, it does seem... Maybe maybe this is what inspired Barnet Borough Council to make themselves the borough of fun. Yes. Maybe we should all go there and get drunk. Uh, I, I just I find it ludicrous. Uh, but, you know, it's just another one of those things which happens and which... I assume they won't. <clears throat> they're, they're not going to call it Freshers' Week, are they? They're going to call it something no, else. Like, I think they're they calling it Welcome Week or some such nonsense. Yeah. I don't understand why Freshers has anything to do with alcohol. No. I mean, I, 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 does it? Is there a. Well, I think, a, I think they think that people associate it with just people who go to university and drink all day, 24 hours a day, and can't remember what they're supposed to be there for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, the, the, the trouble is we let so many people into university these days uh, that I suspect a good 50% of them don't know what they're there for anyway. Uh, <laughs> and and are paying £40,000, you know, over the course, uh, uh, per year in order to get a degree in, you know, gender studies or yeah. media studies. Soap uh, carving. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is what we do these days instead of work. Yeah, exactly right. Well, listen, Rod. Good to see you back. Uh, good, good luck with the you. diet, and uh, we shall keep tabs on one another. I dare say over the course of the next week or so. Rod Little, uh, great column in the Sun today. Uh, go and get yourself a copy and read it because it's very funny. Uh, coming up, uh, we're going to be talking to more of you. Of course, we'll take more of your calls. Uh, this from Andrea says, "You're right about the shoplifters being mostly criminals, Mike. If they were poor and starving, they would steal a loaf." cheese and a bag of apples but no it's bottles of booze and luxury items they can sell on poor my backside well as you know we speak the truth here at the independent republican micro i'm not having it that all these people shoplifting are doing it because they're too hungry and they have to eat something well why are they robbing shops in oxford street then this is talk tv Welcome back to the Independent Republican, Mike Graham, right here on Talk TV. Lots and lots of you to talk to, so we will get to the phones very soon. James in Nebworth says, Walking will do next to nothing. Do 30 to 40 minutes of resistance training in a gym or at home three times a week. Job done. I presume, James, that's your advice to Rod Little, uh, who says he's walking uh, 16,000 steps a day or something like that. Uh, but he says it doesn't seem to be having any effect. Or he said it was having some effect until he went to Slovakia uh, on holiday. Uh, coming up, uh, in addition to uh, talking uh, to many of you, we're going to be looking up uh, this Crooked House pub story, which is rather curious, because the Crooked House pub is no more. Uh, and there's a big piece in the sun about it today. Uh, basically, it was bought by private uh, buyers and uh, suddenly very much soon after uh, it was uh, bursting into flames and the, the story is now being suggested that it might have been the, the subject of an arson attack uh, and shortly thereafter it was demolished altogether so we'll find out what that's all about coming up shortly but first it's time for this across the uk online and on dab the independent republic of mike graham on talk radio if you enjoyed that be sure to catch the whole show 10 to 1 monday to friday on talk radio via dab online or via the talk radio app if you have an opinion on the stories we cover, we'd love to hear from you. Call us 0344 499 1000 or tweet at Talk Radio during the show to have your say. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.